Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. afternoon Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly I don't think Tom will mind that we uh, use that this is Tom this is Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly I'm excited I I don't know about you I don't know what you're doing today maybe you didn't have to work today maybe you're returning all the gifts you didn't want today I don't know what it is you're doing but for me I'm, I'm I'm so happy to be on the air with you I cherish these moments together, but I would like the next six hours and 20 minutes to go as fast as possible, Josh. I would just love this afternoon to speed right by, and to help do that, we're going to need your calls, 803-0930, star 930. Again, Beamer in for Bowerly. Bowerly will be back here tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and I'm sure he'll have a lot to talk about uh, for his... uh, New Year's celebrations, and obviously the game tonight, hopefully we'll be talking about a win. But uh, I'm I'm excited. As I was talking to David in the uh, the 1 o'clock hour, you know, 34 years old, obviously I was alive for the Super Bowl years, but I don't remember much of the Super Bowl years. I remember the Bills in the playoffs. I remember going, you know, my parents would go to parties and watch the Bills games. I remember... That I remember the playoffs. I remember being at the last playoff game at uh, Rich Stadium for almost the longest time. But I don't remember the Super Bowl run. All right, let's be honest. The last time the Bills were in the Super Bowl, I was four, four or five. So I, I don't remember it. I don't remember any of the Bills Super Bowls. This, to me, is the most important non-playoff game I can remember the Bills playing. 2004, the Bills could have beaten the Steelers to go to the playoffs. They didn't. 2017, the Bills beat the Dolphins and then got help from the Bengals to go to the playoffs. That was pretty big. But this, this game is pretty much, if the Bills win, 
they control their destiny Sunday for first place in the AFC and at the same time can kick the Patriots out of the playoffs. I mean, it, it is a beautiful, beautiful setup. Again, it all starts with winning today, winning tonight on what's being billed as the most important Monday night football game of all time. This is the first time this late in the season a Monday night game has had so much on the line. And like I said, I told David, uh, David and I talked about it. I heard Terry talking with David before that. I, 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 I cannot contain my excitement. I don't have that maturity to be able to contain my excitement this afternoon. This is what it's all about. And you know what? I don't know if you're like me, and we'll get into this later in the show. I have that fear of missing out, especially with sports. I have that fear of missing out. And that's why I, you know, got season tickets back. You know, two years of not having season tickets. I just, I was like, I'm missing out. I'm missing being there. You know, Brian is at the game. Brian Mazarowski is in Cincinnati for the game. And I'll tell you right now, there will be times tonight where I will be upset that I'm not at the game. I'll have that fear of missing out. Um, I don't know if you watch the game that way, but I will have that fear of missing out. But I will be just overly excited. This is definitely a game I won't be sitting. I'll be pacing around my apartment. You know, I'm sure there will be times where I'll have to be reminded, we live in an apartment building, please keep it quiet. But I'm, I'm excited, and you know, we can talk about Josh Allen. We can talk about, um, uh, oh my gosh, Josh, uh, Cook, Cook. Um, I always get the... James. James Cook. Uh, James Cook running the ball and kind of taking the majority of snaps now for the Bills. But I think to be able to open up to all the listeners, we can also talk about what the Bills being good means to Western New York, what this means to Buffalo. You know, this is the thing we, we, we all the time talk about, you know, politics dividing us and, you know, current events and all this stuff. And, and let's be honest, 2022 was not a good, it was not an easy year for Western New York, you know, and we ended the year with the storm. We had the racial, racially motivated shooting at tops. I, I mean, 2022 was not a good year for Buffalo. It was a year I was I was very excited to say goodbye to, 2022. You know the Buffalo Bills are something that we can unite around, and it doesn't matter if you're, um, you know what your opinions are on politics or nothing matters. It, it's we're I'm going to high five the person next to me because we're we're Bills fans. We're at a Bills game, really the the way life should be. You know, talking to someone, hanging out with someone, really shouldn't matter what their politics are. But it's really the the one remaining thing. In 20, I was about to say 2015, Josh, and I don't know why, 2023, it's the one thing that still really unites us, you know? I got, It's sports. And I get so sick of people saying, Joe, you take sports too seriously. You, you got to grow up. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, you, let, let's, take, let's say you take politics over seriously. Where has that gotten you in life? How has taking politics overly serious has that gotten in you anywhere? Have you gained anything from that? Or are you just upset all the time? And this is coming from the host of Hardline, by the way. So hopefully I, I still can get guests on Sunday. But 
Yeah, I am so sick when people say that. You take sports too seriously. And I hear it all the time. I've heard it my entire life. But you can't deny that through the lockdowns, and we can, you know, we can talk about lockdowns. I don't want to get into the lockdowns, but through lockdowns, right? Through some really difficult times, not only were the Buffalo Bills there on the field when we needed a distraction, but the Buffalo Bills were there. The Buffalo Bills came out and helped, helped out the community when we needed them. I mean, these, these, uh, these players in the Bills, I, I want to say it's one of the most likable teams I can remember. And, and, and there's just a lot of good guys on this team. They were here when we needed them. You know, not only, and again, it wasn't just on the field playing the game. They were here in the offseason when the community needed them, when, they, when we needed help here in Western New York, and they were there. So I, this team unites us more than just off the field. They are in the community. They are doing things for Buffalo, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And it makes it a lot easier to cheer them, out, to cheer them on the TV. You got Josh Allen talking to Barstool, saying all this great stuff about Buffalo. Buffalo, which, let's be honest, is usually, when we talk about the NFL or the NHL, Buffalo is usually used as the butt of a joke. And here we are. No one's joking now. We are two wins away from winning the AFC. Or a win and a Chiefs loss away from winning the AFC, Josh, if you want to rest the players on Sunday. Um, it, it's just a beautiful thing. And I really, really think this is the kind, these are the kind of things I want to focus on. Uniting Western New York. You know what I mean? So 803-0930, star 930, is the number to get on. I want to ask you today, and don't worry, I know there's people out there, oh, you're just going to talk about the Bills all day. Uh, we'll get to other things. Robbie Raw is going to be here at 5 o'clock trying to get you on the uh, the right track to keep that New Year's resolution. If your New Year's resolution is to get in shape, stay fit, Robbie Raw will be here in studio at 5 o'clock. And I got to say, before we get to the topics, so Robbie's, Robbie's going to be here. Now, I've not seen Robbie, I think, uh, since... Uh, I want to say it's been over a year. I've put on some weight. I'm very embarrassed for Robbie to see me with the weight I've put on, you know? And we talk about this. I am at the gym almost every day. However, my eating habits really need to be cleaned up. So, you know, went to the gym this morning. I'm wearing some very loose clothes, but I'm, I'm embarrassed. Robbie's going to be here, and I'm, I've let's just say I've got some pounds to lose. So... <laughs> You know what I mean? But she'll be in studio 5 o'clock today uh, to answer your questions, and uh, we'll have the phone lines and the text uh, board open for that. But to kick things off, kind of uh, kind of piggybacking off of David's show, um, he talked with Sal, he talked with me, he had Terry from Texas on. So kind of piggy, piggybacking off the last 90 minutes of David's show, I, I want to ask you, because we are just hours away from, Josh, would you say at this point this is the biggest game of the season? Yeah, I think so. I mean, depending on how other games could have gone, it would have been other games. Like, looking back at the beginning of the season, it might have been that Miami game. The Vikings. Clearly now, it's not. This is the biggest game of the season because you forget if the Bills lose and the Chiefs lose, the Bengals get the number one seed. So there's implications for Cincinnati as well. They're not just playing to play. They're playing to also try to get the one seed and hope that Kansas City loses next week. So there's a lot of things on the line for three very – Good teams in the in the league. Cincinnati's also playing to win their division, 
Right. I mean, they yeah. have not yeah, even secured a, a home playoff game. Yeah. The if Ravens they, losing last win, night. That's a home playoff game for them. Yeah. The Ravens losing last night really made this an even more of a spotlight game for them. So a lot's on the line. The Bills could fall to third place in the AFC with a loss um, with a loss today. So a lot on the line. And you know what, Josh? It's not just people in Buffalo talking about this. You know, this you go down the dial of sports talk stations around the nation, and there's really no reason to go away from GR. But I'm just saying, if you go around the nation, they're talking about the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are very little about games that happened yesterday. Obviously, the Packers are a big story um, with one game remaining. They have a play in, in your end scenario. But the Buffalo Bills are the talk right now. The Bills-Bengals, the talk of the NFL on Monday night. And that would probably have been the case without it being the game. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, this game is super important. I mean, like you were just saying with the Packers, they're important too because – there's three teams right there, the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Lions that are all fighting for a playoff spot. So that's an interesting story in the NFC at least. But in terms of the AFC, which in my opinion is the better conference, I mean, this is the story of the nation because in terms of football anyway. Now, I don't want to, you know, David said it, I don't want to focus on next week until this game's over. But I've been thinking a lot about the schedule for next week. And they announced that Tennessee-Jacksonville game a Saturday night. Is there a chance the Bills are Sunday night? I don't know. With both playing for something. I think, I thought they already announced that it was 1 o'clock. Or maybe They have not announced anything but the Saturday games. I mean, it could, if. Because it won't be the Packers. Well, because I'm thinking, I'm trying to think. It won't be the Packers. Because there's a way way the Patriots can still make it, can't they? They beat us. If they if they beat us and if we lose this week or if they just beat no, us, no, all all the Patriots. Have, that's why if the Bills win today, you got two teams that are playing for something, that control their own destiny. The Patriots win, they're in. The Bills win the next two, they get first place. Every other game has some kind of scenario, right? Yeah. Like you can't put the Packers Lions at night because if Seattle wins, the Lions have nothing to play for. So the NFL wants those games all at the same time. The Bills is the one game where both teams right now, are controlling their own destiny. Again, depending on what happens tonight. Man, this is something that, like, I, I couldn't imagine being a schedule maker. I know. Like, th- this is so hard, because you got to look at just every possible avenue of, like, because what's going to happen here, what's going to happen there. With Tennessee, with Tennessee-Jacksonville on Saturday night, right, now you're looking at the only game that doesn't really depend on another game. Now, if the Bills win tonight and somehow Vegas pulls a win out against the Chiefs, then the Bills have nothing to play for. But let's just let's be realistic here. The Bills-Patriots game is the only game next week that doesn't rely on something else. They rely on each other. Well, the Patriots rely on winning. Well, I mean, the yeah, Bills but you know what I winning. mean. Like, right. They, they rely they on each e- other in the sense of whatever happens to one will determine the other. It's not like another team in another game controls the Patriots' destiny, like you're saying with the yes. Lions and the Packers. Yes, it's but all about that game, an, that one game. Another thing that's been really interesting is, did you see all the things that the Bengals have been saying towards the Bills, and the Bills have been very quiet? No. Joe Mixon was saying a lot. He was talking a lot of smack about the Bills' D-line earlier on in the week. You I know, saw sometimes a bunch of it on wor- Twitter. Sometimes that and the works Bills were you. very quiet. Good. Very quiet. Sometimes that works against you. And, and there have been times where the Bills' running game uh, has been suspect, and you know it's something that definitely you want to uh, work on going into the postseason. I'm excited, Josh. Uh, I'll tell you right now, this this uh, Cotton Bowl is really good, by the way. Um, what about the Winter Classic? That's about to start too. Yeah, that's a regular season game. These are yeah, bowl games. But it's in Fenway. That's cool. Yeah, they've done it already. 
Yeah. I, 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 you want to get on onto that discussion, Josh? Now you're taking me somewhere I didn't plan on going. The Winter Classic was cool the first time around. I actually it should not be an every year thing. I have a cool story. Last night I played on the original Winter Classic rink in East Aurora. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I was I play in a pickup league and they had a game. They have a game every year around Christmas time, New Year's time, and uh, last night was the game and I got to play in it. it so it was sh- really cool. It shouldn't be every year. I, I don't know. I, I think it takes away when you've been to Fenway already once. Well, I- the thing that gets me is there's so many teams that Pittsburgh. This is their fifth. I know. Winter Classic. The Sabres have done it twice, and they had one Heritage Classic last year. I think the Heritage Classic takes away from the Winter Classic. The so Winter does Classic the Stadium be, Series. Well, yeah. They should, the Winter Classic should be the only outdoor game every single year. Well, it's going to be in Seattle next year. Which, yeah. I mean, last time they did it out west, we saw how that went. It I froze, just, or it didn't freeze, I should say. The Winter Classic was cool in 08. I had a lot of fun at the Winter Classic in 08 here in Buffalo. But it's kind of, it, I know, I'm sorry, it gets a little watered down when it's every year. Like hockey at a stadium is like every other year or every five years. You know, make it really a big event. I'm sorry, I love hockey, don't get me wrong. And it, it stunk to see the Sabres in their streak last night. But you're talking about one of the New Year's Six Bowls and Tulane and USC tied at 14. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Cotton Bowl. Actually, I'm going to go with listening to Joe Beamer on the radio. But if I have the radio down and the TV up, I'm sorry, the radio up and the TV down. Uh, there we go. 803-0930, star 930. Let's get back on track, Josh. We've, we've, we've taken this way out, but you know, it's what you called the beginning of the show. 803-0930, star 930. I want to ask you two, I want to do two angles here on the Bills because I want to make this an angle for everyone. So the Bills game tonight, what does it mean to you? What does a Bills playoff or Super Bowl run mean to you? What does it mean to Buffalo? 803-0930. Do you find the Bills as the one thing we can unite around? Does the team being likable, the the team members being likable, does that mean something to you? Um, Also, politics. Because everyone tells me, Joe, you take sports too seriously. Blah, 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 blah. You know, they're always trying to, people are always trying to bring you down. But let me ask you. Has being super into politics done anything for you? What is the difference being super into politics, yelling at your TV, yelling at cable news every night? What's the difference between that and being into sports? I'm sorry. Like, I follow politics. Obviously, I host Hardline. I work in news radio. But I I am sick of people telling me I take, you know, not to take sports so seriously. It's like, but it's coming from people who literally just all they do is talk about politics, politics, politics. What is that, that, that hyper focus on politics done for you? What have you gained from that? And should we be saying the same thing? Yeah, you're right. You know what? I probably do take sports too seriously. My wife tells me that on a regular basis and she's right. But can't we turn that around and tell people who take politics too seriously that they take politics too seriously? Does it, can't it go both ways? Can't both be true? Why does only one have to be true? 803-0930, star 930. I, I, I'm, as I always say, if you disagree with me, please call in. Because I'd love to hear the disagreement to the statement I just made. So I want to know what, what the Bills season, playoff run, the game tonight means to you. And I want to know, is it possible to take politics too seriously? Can both be true? Can people take sports too seriously? And can people take politics too seriously? 803-0930, star 930. That's the number to get in. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on this New Year's Day observed Bills game day. First show of 2023. Well, first Bowerly show of 2023. I'm Joe Beamer filling in for Bowerly.
on News Radio 930, WBEN, talking with you after this. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. number one song in 2006. I think we can confidently say that. Um, but I have, and I'm not trying to be mean because I know I can't sing. All right. We, we've, I've sang on the air before. We know I can't sing. But Paris Hilton was on the Miley Cyrus broadcast uh, New Year's Eve night. And I'm sure you all watched that. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Miley was singing. And, and, you know, if you like Miley's voice, you like Miley's voice. Miley was singing. Paris Hilton was not singing. And I'm not trying to be mean. Again, I could never sing to begin with, so I'd have nothing to move my lips to. Um, she was not singing on New Year's Eve night, but it was nice to bring that song back. All right, I got to do the math, Josh. How long ago was 2006? 17 years later. Yes? I think so. 17 years later, it was nice to hear that song come back on New Year's Eve. Also, uh, you, were, uh, you were wrong. The top song... Top okay. pop well, we, song in 2006 was yeah. Bad Day by Daniel Powell. Okay, well, that song Everyone had stuck. that song stuck in their head. I even remember that being stuck in my head that for song, months. That song was so over... Yeah, if we're talking about the most overplayed songs in 2006, it was Bad Di- Day by da- Daniel Powder. If you want to be real technical, it didn't even get on the number one on the Billboard okay. list well, once. Billboard, Rolling Stone. You know, I, I, I will make my own music... Uh, Music predictions, and that was one of the top songs of 2006. It might have been 2005, actually. I don't know, Josh. That's what that's your job. Look to see when that song came out. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEM. We just want to give you a heads up. Uh, if you're trying to get back into the states on the Peace Bridge, right now there's an 89 minute delay for cars, 106 minute delay for trucks. If you're going into Canada, there is no delay. 
Uh, the Rainbow Bridge, a 74-minute delay coming into the States. Again, no delay going into Canada. So I just want to give you that update. We'll keep you uh, posted on the bridge crossings. A lot of people uh, coming back from a long weekend. I have to say it is so refreshing, so nice to say uh, that people are going in and out of Canada. And we're not talking about the Arrive Can app and I got to go get my test and where's my card. I'm so glad we're not talking about that and that we're getting back in. We're able to travel again. We're able to see our Canadian friends here in America. We're able to go and visit um, our favorite Canadian city on the other side of the border or cities. Uh, so it's nice to be able to talk. And again, I'm sure if you're listening to me right now in the in your being delayed, you're like, Joe, this sucks. What are you talking about? But it's nice to be talking about auto delays just because, hey, a lot of people went on vacation, coming back, and there's a delay at the border. That's very nice to be able to talk about. 803-0930, star 930 is the number uh, that, (laughs) the number for you to call in. Someone said, I never heard of it, and then said something else. Well, Texter, the song's almost 20 years old, so maybe you weren't listening to to top 40 music 20 years ago. I was in high school 20 years ago. I was definitely listening to uh, to top 20, top 40 radio and a lot of country. That's what I listened to in my high school years. So it wasn't the top song in 2005. That was a song by Mar- Mariah Carey called We Belong Together. Yes, yes. And uh, the song that we just played did come out in 2006. So oh, Okay, I was right. It, we Belong it, Together, Mariah Carey, another good song. I believe that song uh, stayed number one for a few weeks. Yeah, it did. And it was rated the number one song at the end of the year. It was a good album. I, mean, I, I don't want to sit here and talk about music from 2006 because we will lose all, all of our listeners. Uh, but that was a good album. That Mariah Carey was kind of a comeback album in the mid-2000s. Uh, it was a good one. That was my uh, 2006, you said? So that would have been my junior year of, uh, of high school. Anyway, 803-0930, star 930. N- now, it's funny. So we've got some people on the text board agreeing with me. And I'd like to hear you at 803-0930. But then we have people that are, are disagreeing with me. And... and Here's what I want to say. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be um, dedicated to what you believe when it comes to what policies you want to see a politician pass, uh, reasons why you vote, right? I talk about reasons why I vote the way I vote all the time. We have those conversations. I think there's a difference to knowing why you're going to the polls and knowing who you're voting for and knowing why you're voting for that person and being able to intelligently have a political conversation. There, that's, there's a big difference between that and being obsessed with politics. There is a huge difference between what we're talking about here. If I'm telling you that you take politics too seriously, I mean every day you're following something political. You're watching something political. It's all, you're like, and again, I think the same can be said about me with sports, Right? I go to a party, I go to a social situation, I try to talk up I try to talk sports. But if 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 I don't find Josh at the party, there might be people that are at this party that don't want to talk sports. But you have people and I think that is maybe too seriously is not the word I'm looking for here. But obsessed, maybe obsessed is the word I'm looking for. You know, when you're trying to make everything political, there is a big difference. Between, I think this is right for the country, I think this is wrong for the country, and here's why. And again, being able to have an intelligent conversation. I don't, there's nothing wrong with that, and I wish more people could have intelligent political conversations. And that, even if you disagree with me, um, you know, politically, I, I'm not saying that would make it uh, 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 unintelligent. 
But I wish more people could talk about politics and know what they're talking about. There is a difference between that and just being obsessed with it. I saw people yesterday tweeting about politics on New Year's Day, on New Year's Eve, on Christmas Day. Like, that's when it's just, it's an obsession. And I don't think that's healthy. And I think the same, so when someone comes after me and says, you talk too much about sports, you're too into sports, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, well, you're too obsessed with politics. I, I, both can be true statements. And I think, and that's why it just, it gets me upset when people, when people will say that. You're too obsessed with sports, you talk about sports too much, because I'm going to turn around and say, well, I think you talk about politics too much. And again, I think, you sh- I think it's great to, be, um, uh, to, be, to know what you believe and why you believe it. I think it is important to know why, you know, what candidates stand for. We talk about this on Election Day all the time. I think it's important to know what candidates stand for, why this candidate you would vote for over this candidate. You know, uh, what the platform of every political party is and not just the major two. Those are important. Don't get me wrong. But there is a but but I, I think that is fine. And we should all be um, well versed on what the candidates that we are voting for stand for. But that's not to say that it should be something that you are just 24 7, 365 talking about. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think I've done a show politically. Maybe I don't. I wouldn't call this topic political. I think this is just talking about uh, how people follow politics. But you know, I don't talk politics regularly outside of work. Does that mean I'm not well versed on politics? Does that mean I don't know what candidates stand for? Does that mean I don't know what's going on in D.C. What's going on in Albany? No, I do. It's just it's not something that I want to consume my life twenty four seven three sixty five. To be fair, I also don't want sports to consume my life 24-7, 365. I think both deserve a healthy balance. So, 803-0930, star 930. Um, someone says, I'm with you. I do take politics way too seriously, and I watch a certain cable news. I won't mention, uh, I won't mention, but same as you. I am so uptight and serious when it comes to... Oh, now I, I hate when this thing breaks up texts. Um, well, texter, I, 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 I saw half your text and I'm happy. Uh, oh, I am so uptight and serious when it comes to that, to sports, that being the bills, especially. And there are people who take both sports and politics, probably, uh, to an obsession level, both of them, you know, that's, that's all, but that's not the only point I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to say, I don't disagree with people who say, Joe, you could probably tone down how much sports you cover. But I think a fair comeback, or, or, or it's fair to say, maybe we should cut down on the politics. And again, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean not listening to Hardline. You should definitely listen to Hardline every Sunday, 10 to 12. But, you know, pump the brakes every now and then. That's all I was trying to say. That was the point I was trying to make. And um, I appreciate the call. Well, the text. We didn't get any calls on it. But I appreciate the text at 803-0930. You can call us at 803-0930, star 930 as well. Asking you... Uh, about that, about taking sports. I, I originally said taking sports too seriously, but I really think it's obsession. Like, is there such thing as being too obsessed with politics or obsessed with sports? I, I think the answer to both is yes. And what does this Bills season mean to you? Do you find the Bills to be a nice distraction? 
you know, with all the stuff that's gone on in Buffalo, um, with all the all, all the negativity of 2022, have the Bills been a nice distraction? You know, obviously, two weeks ago, we had the blizzard of 22. A, a, a good number of us were stuck here for three days. It was kind of nice to have the Bills game on Christmas Eve to kind of escape what we were talking about 24-7. That was, that was really nice to be able to escape that for three or four hours. I think the Bills do are a nice distraction. And again, it's something we can unite as a, as a region around. And I think it makes it even easier to do that when the team is so involved in the community. When the team was here for us when we needed them. And I don't mean on the field. I mean in the community here in the offseason when Buffalo needed them. I think that's, that, that's, it was very touching. And it also just shows, hey, these are players that are committed to Western New York, committed to Buffalo. And it just, I think they're, it's a very likable group of players. And I think that makes it easier not only to root for them, but to unite Western New York. And then something I talked about with David, 803-0930, star 930. How do you watch the game? And Josh, I'm going to bring you in for this. Uh, you know, how do you watch the game? Because for me, I like to stand. I, I hate when there are people behind me at the stadium that say, please sit down. Um, I like to stand, and not just at the stadium, I'll be standing at home tonight watching the game. I think it depends on the situation. Uh, most of the time I'm sitting, but if it's like a tense situation, I'm standing. I'm standing, I'm pacing around the room, yes. and it's like like when they're like in between possessions or like they're kicking off or whatever, or it's like first and 10, like the start of the drive, then I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. But when it's like third and one on the other team's like 36-yard line, then I'm standing and I'm like, okay, like what are we going to do here? Are we going to get it? Are we not going to get it? Are we going to go for it on fourth if we don't get it? Like, And all these things are running through my head. But most of the time, I would say I'm sitting. I This is how tense I get. And this could be this could, this could be the Pittsburgh game, you know, when Pittsburgh was awful at the beginning of the year. I will try to stand for as much of the game as I can, and then the halftime, I do a lap around the stadium. And that's not just here. That's at Tech as well. Okay, that's a little... I will do a lap around the stadium <laughs> to calm down. That's a little out, and out here's there the thing. for me. Here's the thing. I was the same way when the Bills were struggling to win six games. So that has been probably since college. That is how I handle any kind of sporting event. Same with now, the Sabres I, game. When I, I had, season- I will say that's a pretty good idea to scout out like what food lines are the shortest. Because if you're walking around, oh look, there's a short food line. Let me grab a quick hot dog or whatever. Yeah, that's not why I do it though. Oh, all right. Now that you, you can get a beer until the end of the third, and not halftime, I do my lap at halftime, and the first whistle of the third is when I get my third quarter beer. You like that? That's I mean, come on, that that's, that's a pretty strategy. Good strategy. That's strategy right there. Right there. You got to go in with a plan, you know. But the way I'm, you know, pacing, biting my fingernails, which there's not many left for tonight, you know, the way I do that, I can understand. Going back to the the topic, I can understand why people would say, "Joe, you take sports way too seriously." They're not wrong. I'm, I will say I'm like that with the Sabers. Okay, I'm. I love the Bills, but I am so much more like in the zone during hockey games for some reason. I think it's because hockey games are more, there's action constantly. Right. Where in football, it's kind of stop and go, stop and go. But in hockey, there's always something happening. And I think 
that's why I'm a little more just tense in those games. Like if you see me at a Sabres game, you'll know it's me because I'm screaming and yelling every single play. <laughs> yeah, but but that's why I'm saying like when someone says that to me, you're right. I probably do take it too serious. I am too obsessed with it. I just I, I think we can have both. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, if you uh, have an opinion. Someone just texted in, why do we always start a Beamer show with a 45-minute to two-hour listening to how the world, according to Father Joe, it's not a talk show, it's a Joe Beamer lecture. Again, if you call in, I'll take your call. I mean, I mean, this is what I plan to talk about. If no one wants to put in their two cents, well, you're going to get, you're gonna get the, wor- the world according to Joe. That's what you get. If you want the world according to random texter, call in. We can get the world uh, according to random texter. But yeah, right now, on a holiday, and I can understand, not many people are working, not many people are in their car. If you're at the bridge, you're, at, you're in your car. Uh, not many people in their car. So, you know, hey, it's, it's a holiday. I understand that. That's why I'm well-equipped to talk for four hours. But if you're getting just Joe and a little bit of Josh, it is going to be the world according to Joe. The only way we stop the world according to Joe is a phone call. So this is my, that's my plea. 803-0930, star 930. If you're sick of the world according to Joe, that's how we do it. Um, and again, I, I've, and I don't know how the texter can be upset with me. I admitted where I'm wrong. I admitted that I'm too obsessed with sports. So if you want to be too obsessed with politics, fine. That's on you. I don't care. I'm just telling you, like, I can understand. My mood five and a half hours before kickoff Shows that, yeah, maybe I'm a little too obsessed by, with sports. Maybe I take it a little too seriously. I just think people who do that with politics should just be able to admit it like I do. Like the one texter did. They admitted it. Wasn't that difficult for them. So we'll continue taking those calls. 803-0930, star 930. We'll take your text as well, 803-0930. And like I said, if you have a problem with the way I'm doing uh, something, let me know. That's the best part of, uh, of the text board. Uh, The weight at the Peace Bridge has gone down for cars and up for trucks. If you are in an automobile, 62-minute delay into the United States, 138 minutes for trucks into the uh, United States. Um, And at the Rainbow Bridge, we're only looking at a 46-minute delay heading into the States. No delays if you are driving into Canada. So uh, if you have uh, a meeting in Canada... You'll be able to get right there on the bridges. You'll just have an issue uh, coming back. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to Williamsville and talk with Tom. Hey, Tom, thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. I, I just got a, one question. That is, you, you said about a half hour ago or 45 minutes ago. It's the, and then I, I'm, uh, I don't have a problem with it, but it's why, why did you, what does that mean? It's the most important or most important Monday night football game ever? There's never been a Monday night football game this late in the season where first place, division, where so much is on the line in one game. You know, because these are all picked at the beginning of the year, so they don't have the, um, they don't have the flex option like Sunday night does. This is the first time the last Monday night game of the season has had so much on the line for both teams. The Bills are in the playoffs. Cincinnati's in the playoffs. Cincinnati's playing for their division to have a home game in the wild card. Or, if the Chiefs win next week, both teams could be playing for first place. The Bills control their own destiny. If the Bills win the next two games, they have a bye. The reason why this is the most important game of NFL history, Monday Night Football, is so they can have home team advantage. And and a first-round bye, yes. 
That's the only reason why. Okay, I was just wondering where you got that from. Well, hey, Tom, I appreciate the call. Uh, Tom of Williamsville opens a line for you. Uh, let's get one more call in here before we get to uh, Tom Puckett. Let's go to Rick in Amherst. Hey, Rick, thanks for calling in. Hey, Joe, how are you, sir? Doing, doing well, Rick. What do you got for us? Good. I'm just calling in because everybody who texts in that says they don't want to listen to the life according to Joe, that's because they like you so much it, it, they just can't stand to admit that they like you. <laughs> and I really can't wait until someday you get your own show so I get to listen to you every day all the time, Joe. Well, Rick, I, good work, man. I appreciate it. That's, that's what we call a confidence booster. Rick, thank you so much for the call. Go Bills. Go Bills, man. Rick and Amherst. I appreciate Josh, thanks for putting Rick through. I, that's what I like. I like a good confidence-boosting call in the first hour. 803-0930, star 930. That's the number uh, for you uh, to call in. And, you know, this, the last thing I want to say, and again, if you want to comment on this, it won't be the last thing. But someone said if you're not worried about politics first, that's a problem. Again, that is so not what I'm saying. I mean, really, that's, Josh, is it that confusing for people to understand? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, shouldn't be focused on politics. You shouldn't be worried about politics. There is a difference between, okay, you know, I don't like the way this house, you know, this house bill went, or I don't like the way the president uh, passes legislation. There's a difference between that and an obsession. And maybe we need to get the dictionary out. I, I think that's what I'm trying to talk about an obsession with politics. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be worried. Again, I think everyone should be knowledgeable of what the hell they're voting for. I think we have too many people that aren't. But there is a difference between being knowledgeable, being concerned, uh, following something, and obsession. I think those are two completely different things. But again, if you disagree with me, give me a call. I'd love to have a conversation. 803-0930, star 930. We'll talk about that and more When we come back, don't forget Robbie Raw is in studio at 5 o'clock taking your calls and texts here on the station that is always here for you, even on the day that New Year's Day is observed. News Radio 930 WBEN.